Yeah. Okay. Okay. Episode two. Okay. So episode two, first, Caitlin, explain your voice. Um, well, I've really played a ton of tennis lately and, uh, I've made myself hoarse. I had a dramatic comeback victory though last uh, night uh-huh. Go on. in the third set tiebreaker. Um, I couldn't call the score. My partner Robin had to call it out for me, but uh, it was all worth it. It's dramatic. Okay, so we're right in this sweet spot, right? We're like, come, like, in, exactly between the French Open and the French and the and Wimbledon. What are your thoughts? Give me like your your tennis state of the union, like snapshot. The like dissolution of the Big Four is like actually happening now. Like, been reading that story since like 2011, but I think yeah. it's sort of actually coming around that like. Like, Federer could still win Wimbledon, right? I mean, last year, the final was amazing with Djokovic and against a lot of guys it would have been enough, right? Yeah. So he could still win, but I feel like it's like it, it would be no longer surprising if it was Stan or another Chilich-type figure. Although if it was actually Chilich, that would be pretty shocking. Ugh. <laughs> Whoa, you don't like Chilich? Do you? I don't know. He kind of looks like Kafka. That's kind of a cool, a cool thing to have had out there on the court. <laughs> he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> he does, yeah. And not like one of the hot lady ones. <laughs> no, exactly. He's not a hot lady Bond villain. No, he's uh, like a mediocre <laughs> Roger Moore era Bond villain. <laughs> and he like does something really boring, like with lasers, but not cool lasers. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, the dissolution of the Big Four is for real. Like, yeah. I, I mean, you know. Oh, it's only oh and, and we should just say who are the big four. Oh, right. Okay. So Andy Murray, Nadal, Roger Federer, and Novak Djokovic. Big four definitely seems, well, we know for sure that Nadal is not in that group anymore. He's ranked, what, number 10 now? Right. Right. Vavrinka is number four. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, Federer is technically ranked number two, but I think it's been since the last tournament, last year's Wimbledon that he's been in a final. Is that right? That's right. Yep. And and also even Andy Murray, I mean, he was the fourth because four is like an even number, maybe more than what? three. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm gonna. He won the tournament though. He won Wimbledon, and, and you know, single handedly redeemed all of British male tennis. Sure, sure, but I, I don't see him doing it again. Do you? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's playing really, really well. I mean, I feel yeah. like it could totally work out for him. And then it would be more. I don't know. Like he has the same number that Stan does now in terms of majors, right? Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, he has made many, many Australian Open finals, what, yeah. four and lost? So, I mean, like, he's a legit late in tournament kind of guy, but there's a pretty big distance between Nadal, Djokovic, Federer, and then him, right? Yeah. No, that's totally true. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the women. Do you see any? I mean, come on. Serena's going to get 21. Like, it's in, the, it's, in the, it's in the bank. Yeah, but this is when she loses in the third round, right? When she's, like, expected to win. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, we all had doubts about her going to the French, and what did we know? Exactly. Everybody's, now, like, afraid to doubt her, but she's won 20, which is amazing. But she's also been playing for, like, 20 years. Like, she doesn't win most of the Grand Slams, even though it seems like it right now. <laughs> yeah, even though it seems like it right now. That's a yeah. very good point. Yeah. It does, it does feel a little inevitable. I would love, love, love to see one of these young American chicks do really well. Like, sure. you know, my love for Taylor Townsend, sure. it's as long as, as the day, it, it's as long as the day is long. Mm-hmm. It's long. Yeah. Um, Madison Keys, she's another one. I would love, yeah. she's got a big serve, man. She's great. I would love right. to see it like an American woman who's got like a good net game and a big serve do really well. Yeah. I don't know. Who's, who's the second best 
woman tennis player right now. Technically Sharapova, but we all know how that story ends. Right. Maybe Kvitova yeah. or like Azarenka. I think I think Kvitova, Azarenka, yeah. Those two can beat Serena even on grass. And right. they have to like play out of their minds, but they can do it. Sharapova can't really. Right. Let's talk about non-tennis. Okay. I.e., what are you going to be looking for outfit-wise? I feel like the French Open left such a wonderful high standard. Because we talked about the good. We didn't so much talk about the bad. Like, we didn't talk about Stan Wawrinka's shorts. Right. But I think when you win, if you win the tournament, then then you're okay. Uh, Wimbledon is the worst. Like, like, overall, the aesthetics are great. But, like, forcing people to wear white is ridiculous. Right? Completely disagree. Really? Really? I completely disagree. I'm actually, I'm going to invite you. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to host a Wimbledon viewing party, mandatory tennis whites, uh-huh. Pims Cups. Pims Cups? Okay, well that I can get Obviously. Behind. Yeah, wow. but tennis whites, that's my dream to like live in tennis whites all the time. Really? I, it, I'm not kidding. I'm going to retire and only wear tennis whites. It's going to be amazing. So when you play, do you now or have you ever worn the white pleated thing? Yeah, obviously. Really? Especially in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was like standard issue in the 90s. Yes, 90s standard issue. It's a yeah. it's an unflattering look for a lady. And, uh, <laughs> it sure you know, is. <laughs> I don't want to say I've changed much since I was 18, but I'm not exactly at my fighting weight. <laughs> and like pleats, a pleated skirt on a lady is a tough look. Especially with uh, indoor lighting. Yikes. <laughs> indoor lighting. And I don't know if you remember, the, the way that those skirts used to... First of all, they were like... like Thick yeah. polyester. Yep. Remember the fabric that we used to put up with in the nineties? <laughs> Jesus, these kids these days have it so easy. I mean, the men's clothes weren't that much better. No, no, same same material and like the high high like Becker shorts that were yeah. just like, oh man, those crotches know. are not a joke. <laughs> no, they like, are not. A, that's an intense inseam. <laughs> right. Again, not super flattering. We've really come a long way. We have, um, although we've are uh, like Nadal took it as far as like he had the bell bottoms of that was tennis shorts yeah. with the clam diggers. And so I feel like uh, we've hit like a nice resting point now, which is like an inch above the knee. That's where you want it. That's exactly right. I actually yeah. feel like we're in a great moment for men's short length, period. <laughs> right. It's a goal. These are the life. salad days of <laughs> men's <are> short length. <laughs> Completely correct. I agree. I also feel like, um, I just want to say one more thing about Nadal because I was actually re- recently watching the tennis channel and getting uh-huh. really upset that they weren't playing any grass court ten- tennis tournaments. They were playing some replay of a 2006 final between Federer and Nadal. Wow. And he was wearing the clam digger outfit. Yeah. He had so much hair. Yeah. Oh, it's heartbreaking, isn't it? His thinning hair. What's he going to do, man? It's hard to watch. I know. Like, is he going to, like, are we going to, is he going to pull an Agassi? Like, he'll come to a tournament with just a shaved head. Yeah, he's going to have to. You know, like, when Samper started to lose his hair, it wasn't so hard because I never cared about Pete Sampras. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like I never had an attachment to him. Great player. I thought you were going to say something way more profound than that, by okay. the way. Nope. It was hard to watch because I hated his fucking guts. <laughs> it was hard to watch because he was an android with an awesome overhead. Um, right. I think that, um, but I think that with Nadal, it is like a passing of time kind of thing. Like, could he win Wimbledon? No. There's pretty much no chance. Yeah, I think that that's right. But I think that, Djokovic is certainly the favorite, even after he kind of got wiped out by Stan in that final. I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think there's any way anybody beats him. Frankly, I mean Federer maybe, but like I don't yeah. think Federer has enough like juice at the end of the tournament. Right. God, that first set he played with. 
Yeah. Oh. Last year was amazing. Yeah. It was yeah. the best tennis that we'd seen from him in years. Yeah. And then he just kind of like ran out of gas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's what's going to happen, frankly. Right. I think it's going to be kind of disappointing. And I think it's going to be another Djokovic. Unless there's some like, you know, we have like baby fed uh, the Dimitri uh, Gregor. Yeah. Gregor Dimitrov. Yeah. I don't know if he could do it. The other, the only other person I think who could maybe do it is like Burdick. But yeah. now we're really getting into that. I don't like, think so. You know the the one thing I would like to see actually instead of instead of somebody already prominent getting more prominence uh-huh. is like an upstart, like a Nick Kyrgios. Oh, you 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 want to go like super young? Yeah, like somebody who like just have like a flashy breakthrough. You know, yeah. and like makes a run at it. Like this is actually the tournament where it's most likely to happen, right? Because you can get somebody in a bad match and it's over real fast. So yeah. like, I would love to see like one of these like Milos Raonic. Like, yeah. well, I saw that guy play at Wimbledon two years ago. Uh-huh. He served the ball so hard <laughs> that after it bounced, I think I told you, yeah. after it bounced, it hit a lines woman in the face and she started bleeding from her face and she had to be <laughs> like taken out of the court in a stretcher. <laughs> I'm not joking. He served like 140 miles an hour and right. off the bounce it hit her in the face and she had to like be like airlifted out of there with like a helicopter. What a trooper. Man. She made it. She was British. She's like did unflappable. She didn't not, it was like nothing even happened. Her but, blood um, apologized on, on the way down. <laughs> and then it formed a line. <laughs> Cued. Cued. Not Cued formed up. a line. Uh, for bandages. No, but I think, like, Roundish, wouldn't that be exciting if he could, like, blast his way into the tournament? Like, just really shake it up? Uh, totally. It would It would be exciting. He's the most boring person on Earth. But the, the actual sight of him winning would, would be Wait exciting. for it, though. Chris, he has a villainous mustache. Villainous <laughs> mustache. Oh, Have you man. seen it? It's, like, kind of baby fuzz, but it's coming. It's coming. Totally. Totally. He Maybe did... this time next year it'll be a real mustache. Yep. Um, okay, that... That would be fun. And on Wimbledon, it's just basically Serena, right? Like, uh, like no, no doubt. I like, mean, yeah, for, Azarenka or Kvitova, maybe. I want her Serena to win like straight through double Grand Slam. Like, I just want her to win as long as she's going to play. Like, so you are just like Serena Slam for the next like twenty four months. Yeah, or at least till she gets like twenty third. Like, okay. When she tops Graf, because I th- because I think then at that point it's like. Like she's a smart person. There might be other stuff she wants to do. Yeah, she could do. She you know she's a certified nail like nail technician. Really? Like recently? She was ahead, no, she was ahead of the nail curve. <laughs> she's really on it. I I I admire her. I think she's like a wonderful, interesting human being. Totally. Yeah, I'd love to see what she do. I'd vote for her for president. Serena for president in 2016. Yes. Okay. Watch out, Hillary. Yeah. She's going to win 22 and then immediately go on the campaign trail. Okay. <laughs> in a week's time, we're going to be able to see who is going to gut this tournament out. Um, and what I'm really excited about, aside from watching grass court tennis on my TV every day for two weeks straight, is the next podcast. We have an incredibly fun interview with somebody who I love, who's a teammate of mine. And we're going to hear something awesome from the vault. Right. From the vault, we have a guy who started his own grass court in Oregon um, and that probably will lead you to believe he's eccentric and he is but in a uh, more delightful way than you could possibly imagine if you've seen field of dreams it's field of dreams but for tennis um, okay that's it for this week find us on the web maindraw.tumblr.com and we're on iTunes the main draw and stitcher the main draw and tune in also the main draw it's pretty straightforward 
Okay. So uh, I will see you next week, Caitlin. Bye.